Are you longing for real life change and lasting impact? Here at More To Be, we believe that is possible through a fresh encounter with God and His Word. I'm Angela Sackett. And I'm Lisa Pulliam. And together, we want to help you think biblically and live transformed to be more like Jesus as you seek to join God in His work every day. Welcome back for part two, where we're going a little deeper into this episode's topic. The Chop and Transform is built off of two scripture passages that God used in my life to move me into that sanctification transformation process. So trap is, uh, comes from 2 Corinthians 10.5, which says, take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. If you actually look at the previous verse, verse 4, it talks about demolishing lies and pretensions of every kind that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And so it's this very physically active process, and it should be because those lies come from the father's, father of lies, Satan. He, that is who he is. He is about the business of turning God's word and twisting it and deceiving us and lying to us about who we are in him and what he wants, what God wants for us. And the transformed part is from Romans 12 two, which says, uh, to be transformed by the renewing of your mind, then you will know the perfect and pleasing will of God. And in the NLT version, it says, let God change your thinking. Uh, so I just, I think about that and say, yes, Lord, change my thinking. And so for my um, my sanctification process, the, where God has really changed me from the inside out, has been, this is what I feel, this is what I believe, but is this what God says is true? Yes. You know, I, I had a uh, mentor when I was in college, Peggy, and she would always say, you know, she would sit and spend time with me and counsel me as I was in my the throes of college, you know, emotion and life change. And she would listen as I would pour out my heart. And then she would say, but what does the word say is true? What do you know is true? Right. And there's really there's one way that we know we go back and we read what he has written for us. Right. That doesn't change. It's timeless. Um, so, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, we we have to move ourselves out of the um, habit of just reacting and think about how are we responding? How are we becoming response able? And that response able ability happens when we steep ourselves in the word so that how we think about life and see life comes through the lens of scripture. So here's an example. Like, Verse 12 says, since God chose you to be the holy people he loves, you must clothe yourselves with tenderhearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, page here, and patience. Uh, make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. I can go on and on there. There are these, this is what we should do. And so we might have an image of what that looks like to be tenderhearted, to be merciful, to be kind, to be humble. But the reality is we like to kind of jump into that part of the scripture passage and say, okay, I can do this. I'll work harder. I'll be this. I'll, <laughs> yep. I'll, I'll be kinder. I'll not say that thing I'm really thinking next time I'm in a conversation with that person. But the problem is God doesn't just tell us, put on these things. There's a process of taking off. And so the entire passage before sets us up and we ignore it. And that part is now is the time picking up at verse eight to get rid of anger, rage, malicious behavior, slander, and dirty language. Don't lie to each other for you have stripped off your old nature 
and its wicked deeds. Put on your new nature to be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. Mm. And so we can't move in that right way of living that we would all agree that being kind is a good thing, being humble and gentle, those are good things. But we can't move in that without first taking off the the old nature. And that old nature, in, in my opinion, is often rooted in wounds, hurts, lies, disappointments, distractions, defeats, like whatever it is, there's that junk in our proverbial trunk that the wounding is fueling the old nature that, that we need to die to rather than setting us up to live in the new nature mm-hmm. that Christ has secured for us. And I, I want to just kind of take a minute to say, I think that a, a real takeaway point is that it's an ongoing process of, of taking action to put away what is not true and consume what is true. And I think about um, our family has really made a concerted effort over the last year to make some much wiser choices in how we eat as a family. And I have noticed that the more we eat the junk, the more we let ourselves splurge, we'll say, the more we crave it. Mm -hmm. But the more we choose to eat the things that are good for our bodies, the whole foods, the vegetables, um, the more we crave that. And I think that is really something we can apply spiritually. The more we actively reject those things that scripture here says, put to death. And the more that we actively consume the word, that we take it in, we begin to believe our our minds really do begin to be transformed from what you mentioned, the lies, the defeats we've experienced, experienced to believing, understanding, having it naturally come to us in a crisis situation, what is truth, what right. is tenderhearted, what is merciful. Um, so it really is an active, ongoing transformation that is the power of the Holy Spirit with our obedience, right, to that. Absolutely. And, and I, I'm glad that you emphasize that it's a process mm-hmm. and that what we're investing into will reap the reward from, like, food. And, you know, I've, I've mentioned briefly that, and for those who know my story, my big point of sanctification has been overcoming being an angry mom, just mm-hmm. being an angry woman, period. And I'll, I'll just give a little example of that. When I, when I first went through the counseling process and began that healing journey of diffusing the bomb that was going off in my heart all the time and, and fueling my anger, uh, I started to see little changes. So if that glass of milk got spilled, instead of being like, ah, I can't believe it. Why can't you manage to keep that glass of milk from spilling over? You know, like that would be my reaction uh, years ago. Once I started going through that healing process, it became, oh, okay, it's just a glass of milk. The anger was still there. The frustration was still there. But how I expressed it was with a gentler nature. Mm. And it, it still, it wasn't what I wanted it to be. I mean, that was, that contrast of those two reactions was at least a year and a half in the making of practicing the new way of reacting to things with an eternal perspective in my brain rather than my flesh nature operating. Well, fast forward and, you know, seven years after that initial healing began, my son was washing the crock pot in our sink. The ceramic part slipped out of his hands and cracked. And I hear the sound from the kitchen. I hear mom and I come running. I was like, oh, buddy, 
like, are you okay? He's crying, goes, I'm okay, but why are you not yelling at me? Uh, right? right? And I'm like, yelling at you? It wasn't even my nature now at yeah. that point. Because of how much I had been practicing in the little moments again and again of who am I? Am I an angry woman or am I a redeemed and rescued woman? Am I operating from a place of constant wounding or am I operating in place of walking in forgiveness and seeking God's forgiveness and extending his forgiveness? Mm -hmm. And so it, this, this chapter to me is like the, the example of my whole life of the before and the after, but it's not just around one moment. It's around my entire life and my prayer before the Lord and my prayer for other women is that when they see Jesus face to face, They'll be sitting there having a conversation with him and he'll say, oh, look at what I've done in your life over the last 70 years or 90 years or whatever it may be. Like, do you see how much you changed and became more and more beautiful, more transformed through your encounter with me and more like me? Mm -hmm. Oh, I'll say amen. <laughs> amen. Yeah, that is. That is where that's actually where more to be comes from. It's not about doing more. It's about becoming more like Jesus. That's, yeah. that's the end goal. Amen. 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 So we want to kind of turn this around to you. If you're listening with us today, we're so thankful that you're here and we want to kind of just touch back again on verse 16 of this passage. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through Psalms, hymns, and songs from the spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And that, that's really our prayer for you is that um, that you will do that, that you will um, come to a place where you are just filling yourself on his word, that you're pouring it back out and admonishing those around you as well. And so a question that we have for you is, is it time to live as that new creation in Christ or maybe to come to him for the first time? Um, Lisa shared her experience of, of two women who sat in front of her and really challenged her. Jesus died for you. What will you do with that? And then as a new creation in Christ, what transformation is already evident in you? What would you like to see God transform in you going forward? Um, so we just want to kind of put those questions in front of you. Um, as always, check out the podcast notes. Uh, we'll list those questions out for you. We have some resources to share. Before we go, Lisa, will you close us in prayer? Yeah, I'd love to. Lord Jesus, I thank you for your word and the way it can dwell richly in us and that the message of Christ can be uh, what shapes our thinking and our living. God, I thank you for those who are with us, who are listening to these words. Father, may you impart upon them and into their hearts a fresh new hope to continue this journey with you, to go deeper with you, to embrace the transformation that you have for them from the very day that they took their first breath until the day they see you face to face. May you multiply their impact for your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to the More to Be podcast. We're praying you've experienced a fresh encounter with God and his word during our time together today. Be sure to visit moretobe.com slash podcast for show notes and free downloadable resources. May you continue to think biblically and live transformed to be more like Jesus as you seek to join God in his work every day.